However, everybody, so we, this is the third podcast this year where we'll talk about movies that came out in 2016. So it's Three. getting a bit exhausted. Yeah, that's true. And techni- Come on. Technically four, because we did two summer review lounges, one Oscars. But and a partridge in a pear tree. Where we haven't, well, we haven't covered our, the other categories, the frickin' predictions. Oh, yeah. And then, like, um, other movies that are, like, that we've seen, that we have yeah. com- com- quick comments on, true. right? Quick takes. Yeah. This, two it's also, look, it's also a big tradition, though. To turn on the uh, the TV, yeah, and ask John if he can recognize anybody. Oh, of course. We, we've been listening back to some old ones. Oh, yeah, man, he can't. He so can't. far he's only got Whoopi and like Bill Murray. <laughs> I can I can do like a couple cool. people from the eighties. Bradley Cooper, he had no clue. No. no. Oh yeah. Uh, Amy Adams, no idea. Ethan Hawke, no idea. He was nominated last uh, when we were watching. He it. he then tells <laughs> us whether or not they're attractive. Well, that yeah. person's fairly like, attractive. Well, I know that they're attractive. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you have do you have like mild face blindness or something? Oh, ser- serious face blindness, <laughs> and I can't remember anyone's name either. I mean, There's I know a I know you book EJ. about that. Called <laughs> the man who mistook his wife for a hat. He pointed at Zach. <laughs> so it's almost like just walking through life not knowing the other people around you. That's right. <clears throat> it must be horrifying and scary. Are I guess you, you come up with customs, right? Where you just smile and like I don't remember EJ's baby's name. I have <clears throat> no idea. Really? Oh yeah, my my baby is here. <laughs> Podcast debut. Can you say anything? We should take uh, a picture. He did it. <laughs> that was that was a. I don't remember. I was so was charmed by that. Start with an it. E. No, <laughs> it's, it's it's Gabriel. Gabriel, that's right. Like Gary's brother. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and now you're gonna forget that again until next time. No, I might remember. He's very cute. Yeah. I know he's very attractive. I know he's very, <laughs> very, he's very attractive. He's very attractive. He's very cute, baby. Is he nominated? Uh, he should be best I, baby. I, look, it's best I, supporting baby. Best supported baby. Oh, good. Good thing we're having a girl, so he can win best male, and she can win best oh, female yeah. next year. They won't have to fight it out. It was strange though, because in previous years he would we would talk about the actors that were in a movie he did see. Yes, a, a movie he saw maybe the previous yes. week. I'm and sure then, you could you could show me people from movies I've seen this year, and I I get Viola Davis. Uh, I, I've seen her now enough. Did you guys watch the Honest Trailers Oscar thing yet? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> they were like, there's all kinds of acting, uh, you know, sad acting, loud acting, <laughs> loud acting, snot acting. It's her like with all the snots running down her face. In fences, yeah, that's not. That oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. she was sad. <clears throat> it, it was a courageous moment, you know, mm. <laughs> where you allow yourself to look unattractive. Like, like that's, a, sure. that's a big parlor. Like Julianne for. Moore does in every crying scene right. in every oh, movie yeah. she's ever been. To the point that's that, right. like, I don't think I've I could possibly find her sexy. Like, <laughs> I don't think there's like one, even though like maybe she is an attractive lady. I don't think you. She's just, too emotional and sad. Well, I, I've just seen her like contort her face into cry faces too many times. <laughs> you, know, like, you don't look right to me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So how do you how do you want to? Oh, I do. I want to add an update. Every year we talk about um, how to watch these movies. Sure. Because it seems like you know around this time of year everybody's talking about a certain subset of films. Yep. But nobody knows how to. No watch one can them. get them because they're and not so really we, in theaters. Every year we concoct a, a new business model. Yes. <laughs> wherein there could be a subscription service. Uh-huh. Now I've seen a little tiny bit of progress in this direction this year. Oh, there was yeah, some yeah. pretty good progress actually. For one, I saw like like on at Google.com. Yep. There, right under the search bar, they were like last chance to see the Oscar movies, and if you clicked it, Google Play or whatever had like all of the movies for a fee of some kind. Like, yeah. Some of yeah. them were like 20 bucks though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, it wasn't cheap. Regal this year did a uh, a showing of all the best pictures Yeah, they were, well. po- they were popping up in theaters more. Theaters were making an, a 
point of having them yeah. available. And That's really they, smart. They they came, a lot of them came to home video quicker than normal too. Like, I, well, I, yeah, like, but that would you'd want to do that if you got your your hype building for the Oscars? Mm-hmm. Why not pump pump it out two like, months? Like early? Manchester by the Sea is on Blu-ray now. Yeah, yeah. That, I was like, oh wow, it is way better than last year and the years before because you a lot of them you had to wait afterwards. I, yeah, I, I know a, a gr- the lion chair you'd have to wait till afterwards. Like our review lounge episode just came out and. I always have to remind myself when we when I, we start seeing the comments that like oh yeah the audience hasn't seen any of these yeah movies. yeah well and, I mean going in how many movies uh, that were nominated for best picture had you seen zero uh, just La La Manchester Land and only and the, Mon- the week before and yeah. La La Land I think we watched sort of in, in anticipation so we yeah. had seen two of them but only the week prior yeah yeah so I mean mm. that's quite a that's quite a statement yeah you know yeah. Lit by Night got snubbed. I'm throwing that in there now. This wasn't a, you know, there was no Martian this year. Like last year, oh, yeah. Martian yeah. came out kind of early. There was no, Boyhood came out in summer that one year. Yep. Um, and then there was like Mad Max, of course. Yeah, a lot of uh, stuff this year was Grand really Budapest pushed to the came end. Out early that too. came out earlier, yep. Good point, good point. I don't think we were surprised by anything this year in terms of like something that came out earlier in the year that we all liked that we mm. were like, yeah. It's nothing that, like, no, nothing, nothing, nothing like that. did that. It was, all <laughs> it was just a big bag full of like movies Obvious. that came out at the last second. Yeah. yeah. Like, wait, what are these? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What happened to speaking of Leo? What happened to Scorsese? He, he made he made silence this year, and no one talked about it. Nobody talked about. It. I, have you seen it? No. Oh, it's because nobody's seen it. <laughs> oh snap! So, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go through the categories first, and then go into like the other movies let's of the do, year? Let's do the categories. Yeah, yeah categories give it a nice now. framework. So we already talked about. Uh, we all want Manchester by the Sea to win Best Picture. Yeah, but we all expect that it will be La La Land, except for me, who thinks it'll be Hidden Figures. But we don't think it'll be any other movie. No. Yeah. Um, so we'd be pretty surprised if Crash came out of nowhere and won. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, actor in a leading role. So Casey Affleck's the the, the favorite, right? Yeah, but I hear I hear that you know he's a murderer, rapist man. Yeah. And he they, must be stopped at all costs from winning a, a yeah, trophy. Cause, cause he's it, somehow <laughs> part of Deflategate. Yeah. yeah he's, he's the plate, and he uh, represents Trumps for some reason. Yeah. I'm gonna guess Patriots. it's gonna be um, Denzel. What really, Denzel? I can't see it happening. I, I, he, I hear there's a dark horse candidate in Vigo Mortensen. Really, Captain so I didn't Fantastic? see that movie. I haven't seen that. Before. I haven't seen it either. But I like, like Vigo. I, I, I've been mm. listening to some uh, Oscar podcasts, and mm. they, they 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 call it the dark horse candidate. So, so other the other nominees are Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge, which who was, deserves nothing, mm. and Ryan Gosling, who deserves nothing. Yeah, right. those. those but it, he studied piano for six long months. <laughs> Then he should win for a technical do? award. Did Andrew Garfield learn how to speak in that cheesy ass <laughs> Southern accent? He hates uh, Mondays. I, I, want, I wonder what his his uh, how he did in Silence because he was in Silence as oh, right, well. Right. So this is a movie we uh, should see and talk about. Sometimes. I guess so. Maybe <laughs> for, for next well, year after this podcast, there's no going back to 2016. No, no, no. we're done. You can't return. You, we cl- can't, you it's we like can clo- never go back. It's like closing out a fiscal year. Oh yeah. You never go back. Oh, yeah. 16 unless you need it's to closed. restate the earnings, and then you're gonna get in yeah. big trouble. Yeah. You, you never like revisit some Oscar movie. <laughs> it is great out in Beechtree. Actress in a leading role. I, listening back to the old uh, episodes, we were finding like there was a real problem with coming up with like every year they were just throwing nominees out there, um, like like because they, yeah. they this don't... this year is a little bit different because there are two women who are nominated for pictures that were pretty big and one that is actually in the pictures. best film category. Yeah, let's hear in the best let's... picture category. So so La La Land, Emma Stone is nominated. And La La Land is up for Best Picture. In previous years, we found like none of the women that were nominated oh. were in Best Pictures. They had to like 
it, well, they have actually, to go it, deep it, into it seems to be happening this year too actually the same pattern which is they have to reach outside of the best picture bag yeah. oh, to yeah. find a bunch of other because in, for some reason like probably because of the patriarchy if I think about it <laughs> the, the <laughs> you can leave the, that in there yeah, I'll leave it in there That's it's just a joke it's it a, is, I don't feel like actually about this. this is a little bizarre the fact <laughs> that like not one of the women from Hidden Figures yeah, is nominated. Oh yeah, yeah. Or um, or or um. Uh, well, well, there one of them from Hidden Figures isn't a supporting role, but you'd think yeah. the lead would at least that, be. Nina and I were commenting on that. We were like, "Why Octavia? She was almost not in the movie." Yeah. Whereas the lead was the the person that drove the whole film. Yeah, and she had the more emotional moments and everything. So the the nominees are Isabel Hoopert for L. We didn't see it. We didn't, didn't see it. it. Ruth, we don't know her. Ruth Nega for Loving. Wait, you, have, you, you, have you have uh, you seen um? What's that? Preacher, the TV show Preacher. No. Ruth Nega is in Preacher, and Did she. Seth Rogen makes that show. Yes, but it's it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes, good, but it's good. Um, Ruth Nega, uh, she's in that show. In the pilot, she's amazing, but then they don't know what to do with her character after the pilot. Mm. Um, but I think she's very entertaining. I'd actually, uh, I don't know anything about the movie Loving, so. Uh, I don't even know what it's about. But I think she's a, she's an entertaining actress, so mm-hmm. I'd, I'd probably be interested. Skip that next entry because we'll talk about it in a second. Emma Stone for La La Land, which we talked about on the po- on the other pod. I, I I don't know if she's doing anything special there. No. Um, yeah, and uh, I think uh, Meryl Streep's going to rent it this year. Uh, supposedly that was a great performance, and it was actually a great film. But that's just the NPR crowd, so yeah. maybe what? it's for an older sect. Florence Foster Jenkins, what's that about? It's about uh, a rich woman who believes that she can sing, and her husband indulges her and gives her lessons. And then she decides she's going to rent out a oh. huge venue like Carnegie Hall. Oh. And her husband's like, oh my God, how? so people are going to laugh at her because she actually can't sing. And how are we going to fill this huge venue? Because she thinks she can, and he kind of pulls off some trick, but I don't remember. Do you think she was uh, nominated just so she could like say like a, sp- a speech, <laughs> j- j- just just so they can be like, just so they can be like eighth time nominee, <laughs> yeah. Meryl Streep. She she reminds me so much of like a, a woman from South Westport, <laughs> <laughs> like who who like volunteer. a rich eccentric nice woman, big yeah, like houses. A, oh yeah, a rich eccentric woman with one yeah. adopted child, and she like volunteers to run the the. the I know a particular one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, Natalie Portman for Jackie. Now, Nina and I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, first Terrible. Of all, if we went, like, I, I I was about 10 minutes in, and they were reenacting this, like, famous video of her giving a tour of the White House. And, um... Yeah, the White House Christmas tour. We went to the... We went to YouTube to watch the clip. Mm. And we were seeing that Natalie just wasn't capturing the essence of this person at all. She was doing an over-the-top impression that wasn't even really... (laughs) The thing that everyone loves about this woman is that she was the quintessential hostess and that she was so social, even though she had this anxiety disorder and depression and that she could kind of fake it and do all this stuff for her husband. And what we were watching, that tour, she was very confident, very casual. Natalie Portman's version is like this scared frightened overwhelmed version and it's just bizarre yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's not just in the clips yeah so it's not really accurate and it's it's obnoxious oh is it it's just obnoxious to watch her through the whole movie yeah she but is. the movie itself didn't really shine any new light i didn't think on on the kennedys yeah um, uh, did uh she nelly portman won for black swan uh right yeah i, don't, I love that movie yeah i thought it was it was a it was a good movie it was yeah. um i thought her Performance was kind of Oscar worthy. Yeah, 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 I thought so at the time. And also, yeah, play, uh, playing this interesting thing of "Am I going crazy? Is this for real?" Mm. Yeah. And what's her face was in, was her, her co-star there? Uh, 
Yeah, and that 70s showgirl. Yeah, yeah, Mila yeah. Kunis. Mila Kunis. And she was actually, I thought, pretty good in that. Yeah, I, I thought that was probably the best performance I've seen out of her. Mm. Well, that Darren Aronofsky knows how to make a movie. Yeah. Even if his movies are a little batshit. <laughs> well, that's, that's what we like. If you, if you are batshit and you have batshit movies, that's great. That, we saw that <laughs> Noah movie a couple years ago that he made that was like, that's, that, that thing was a risk. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's pretty good. That was excellent. I enjoyed that movie. Uh, I haven't, it was a good film. I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Actor in a supporting role. Maharshala Ali Moonlight. So he, that must be the what the the, the third, friend the third version. Oh, that's oh. the but. Oh, right, because it's supporting. supporting. So it's got to be what the third version of his friend. Yeah, mm. yeah. he was good. Uh, I did yeah. like him. Ma, uh, look, no, I, ma, no, ma, that's a uh, that's the drug oh, dealer. Was, right, right, right. That's a drug dealer. Oh, he was the first version. The uh, yeah, he he was the drug dealer with the heart of gold. Yeah, and, I didn't uh, like the character. Yeah, the character was lame. Yeah, I was like, you're gonna have to make him a little more complicated than like I happen to <laughs> deal drugs. I happen to yeah. have the heart of gold. I care about kids and I'm not homophobic, but I'm still gonna deal drugs. This kid's mom. Yeah, you're gonna have to do a little better than that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's gonna win though. Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water, I like which Jeff I Bridges. you know I thought was great. Jeff Bridges, you know he's a, he's he's a, he's what you need he's sometimes. A, he's an American <laughs> treasure. Yeah. <laughs> I would love for Lucas Hedges to win from Manchester by the Sea. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, he was he was really good, and I don't think he's going good to. Good for him for getting nominated. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's the young man in the film. Yeah, he was he was he he played a teen very well. The young man by the sea. The young man by the sea. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who's Dev Patel? He must be. He was the. Oh, he was oh, actually the lead in Lion, but he's a supporting he, he, actor. Because he was the adult. Because he supported the, sec- the kid. In the second half. Yeah. Because the young Gudu oh, kid. I didn't care for him. That's a little strange. I would have nominated him for for lead at that point. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's just because this is a more competitive. Yeah. 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 Uh, yep. And then Michael Shannon, who played Zod in Superman. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see Nocturnal a, Animals. Nocturnal animals. <laughs> have, you, have you seen um, uh, what's that? Leo and is Kate it, Winslet. Is it mud is that the... Oh. oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, he my, Michael Shan's in mud for like one scene and he's like he's like a a, a, a vision. He's like he's so good. <laughs> like he only has a couple lines, but they 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 like I think of those lines in my daily life and they bring joy wow. to me. <laughs> he's an interesting actor anyway. Uh, Actress in a supporting role, Viola Davis, also known as Whoopi Goldberg. I, 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 <laughs> just give it to her. She was. I mean, I, I didn't think she was in. She was. She was the best in that film. I thought there's some actually. There, I, I'm seeing some at least two or three good nominees here. Naomi Harris, Moonlight. Nah, get rid of now, who's that? The That's mom. The, mother. Well, the mom similar. was the lamest part of that movie. Yeah, she was bad. Nicole Kidman, Lion. I, I mean, I don't know if she was doing anything all that challenging there, but oh. I. I I guess yeah. she was. She, she was fine. She had to deliver one sappy scene talking about her father and like his alcoholism right yeah, Spencer, it, it, it is really strange that that's the only nominee for acting in that for that movie yeah hmm. and then um michelle williams from manchester by the sea now nina she and i the best in that movie that she's ever been. yes i've that's never right. seen we, her yeah. be that we, well we, we tend to find her post dawson's creek pre manchester by the sea <laughs> yes she, she tends to be all out of and out yeah and sad about heath ledger or whatever i don't know yeah. but she, she hasn't been quite right oh uh, she yeah. and strange. this was the perfect movie for her to be not quite right in she <laughs> was in that terrible oz movie yeah, she played like, oh. she played like the, the Glinda. Yeah, but in this, she again speaking as people who grew up in the area, I thought she like I could see her being like a hairdresser in the area. Yeah, or absolutely. Some, you know, she was. Um, I, I'd like Michelle Williams in it. Um, I think Viola Davis is going to get it. Yeah, I think so was, Viola I think or Michelle would yeah, be great be for. Fine. Yeah, be great. I, I think either. Yeah, either of those would be good. I don't uh, know if anybody else deserves. No, 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 definitely not Naomi Harris. No, yeah. animated feature film. I've only seen Zootopia, but the other ones are Kubo, yeah. Moana, My Life as a Zucchini. That sounds fantastic, whatever that the is. Red, I couldn't find yeah. that one. Uh, I and think the red uh, Kubo's going to win it. 
I, I would I hope so. Right. There was a snub here, by the way. Um, no the, Pixar film? No, uh, there was an an, a Japanese animated film that came out that was the biggest oh, ever yeah. grossing movie in Japan called uh, Your Name. Mm. That's mm-hmm. the English translation. And was... it was snubbed because it was not a Studio Ghibli film. Oh. Um, yeah. Normally there's always like an anime they toss in there just to be like, and yeah. we recognize our Japanese filmmaker. Yeah. Well, my Life oh, of Zucchini, I think, is French. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kudopia kind of sucked. Kubo was good. I, I thought it was um, well. It's it's Leica. They did Box Trolls mm-hmm. and oh, wow. uh, Paranorman. Oh, I like those guys. Yeah. And, and they. I didn't know that was them. So it's stop motion, and it's just got. Um, I think they like. They must do something where they three D print, like all of the stuff. But it's interesting because got a lot of heart. Um, it's got a lot of heart. It's um, uh, it's got a really good design. It reminds me of the Legend of Zelda in a way because he he's like on a quest to get like three artifacts, but um, but it's it's uh, you know it's a little bit of a hero's journey, and um, uh, but it's, it's it's I think it's done really well. I was I I think that one should win. Yeah. Well, there you have it. And this would be the year because there is no Pixar contender. Uh, and I th- I think it's uh, Leica has been you know making really fabulous films these stop motion films yeah. for years and they Certain never get the, the i think this will be like you know like oh this is this is their turn like it was leo's last year what was uh, <laughs> was there no pixar film this year i guess not if there was like what, didn't good dinosaur come out last year yeah that was yeah. last year pixar is struggling i don't think yeah. that yeah they've lost it they're, they're making all the the vehicle two movies they did fine. Cars, oh, yeah. airplanes, trains. Yeah. <laughs> they did fine trains, with um, and Inside Out, which was a pretty incredible. Oh, that was, that was, that was, that was really But cool. then after yeah. that, I guess they... But I don't know. It's, it seems like they, they've been working so hard with like Disney animation because I know Moana. A lot of people like, enjoyed Moana. I didn't yeah. see it. I didn't see it, but I don't think it could win on just on the basis of the controversy. I guess I should comment on Zootopia. I, I, I people love that Zootopia movie. I, I, I thought it was real flat. Yeah, I didn't mm. give a crap about it. Uh, I thought Monst- if you want a movie of that class, go look at Monsters Inc. It's way better executed. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean there there is a part of me that could probably watch Jason Bateman like eat toast. Mm-hmm. So that, <laughs> there there's a little bit of uh, I got some. I got some uh, pleasure just watching him be a, like basically what he is in real life is just like a that yeah. Fox character is yeah. it's him all the time. But did you, you know, see that movie? I did. Like, I, I, it's it's fine. It's, yeah, it's it's. I didn't hate it. I just didn't really like love it. Yeah, it didn't. Oh, really Silence did get nominated for cinematography as well oh. as, as well as Arrival, La La Land, Lion, and Moonlight. Oh. So which cinematography, EJ, did you like the best? Um, out of all the Arrival, La La Land, uh. Hell or high water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, uh, of these ones, I think I'm gonna have to go with. You might have uh, to give it to La La Land. I was. I would give well, it to Arrival. Arrival. I was gonna say Arrival yeah, because I, I felt it had a stronger vision. Yeah. Um, it, it did really. Yeah. It, I think it thought it did really well with um with making the creatures kind of bizarre and distant and everything that she was experiencing and making it a bit yeah. surreal and, 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 and scary, <laughs> but also intriguing. And basically being in like one location or yeah. one ish location, but making everything interesting. And yeah. uh, the spaceship uh, was minimalistic, but very dynamic. Um, dynamic. Cool yeah. So I, I would, Arrival's I would cool. give it a rival. I don't know if it's going to win though. I think La La Land might take it. Uh, yeah, I think I, there. I, I yeah, I think you're right. I think there are some really good shots. Yeah, I think there's really good shots in La La Land. I think it's um, maybe some of it's unmotivated just uh, for the sake of oh, this is cool. Yeah, 
it, it seems that with the Oscars, we say this most years, but like they give certain films giant wins in big categories to offset their loss in other categories. So like you can see a situation yeah. where maybe Casey gets it yep. and then Manchester by the Sea doesn't get best picture. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. say. Um, Do you think that might happen with La La Land? I don't see it. La La Land's got a real good here, chance of winning. Here's here's what I think. I think it could be. I mean, this will air tomorrow. So this is how wrong I'm going to be. Um, but uh, I don't know. Who I, I think what they'll the do. End, but I think I think what they'll do is uh, give it to Damien Giselle for best director, and maybe um, something else will get best yeah, picture. Yeah, that seems right. I don't know who will be here at the very end since this goes to midnight, and, and most of you have work tomorrow. I took the day off. Yeah, but. <laughs> It is a tradition to flick the mics back on after the whole thing's over. <laughs> so if it's just me out here, yep. surrounded by plates. <laughs> I don't think we did it last year. Really? No, we didn't. Shame on us. <laughs> um, all right. Costume design. Allied, which I don't know what that is. Don't even know. Mm-mm. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find I, That's uh, gonna win. I forgot that movie even came out. Did anyone care? Was that no. well received? I wonder how it grows. Did the like, Harry did Potter it, people it like it? It did very well. Yeah, because okay. yeah, the Harry Potter, the people are nuts for that Harry Potter. Yeah. And uh, was Eddie Redmayne in it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's an interesting yeah. monster. Harry Butthole <laughs> Pussy Potter. Um, oh, my. <laughs> that was a Cartman line from when they were comparing it to Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, Florence Foster Jenkins, you know. I guess, like, Meryl Streep can't not be in a movie that gets nominated for costume design. I, I think you're right. She's yeah. like, I think there's a package deal. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> if you have to dress Meryl Streep, you're going to get nominated. <laughs> Then we got Jackie, which um yeah. So I they mean, designed that, that that red outfit. That was the that the, the pink outfit and the pillbox hat. The thing we have to see yeah. over yeah. and over to again. Be fair, though, there, there, there was a lot of good costume design in that movie. I mean, that, it, it felt it did feel of the era. I'll also say the guy. I can't. It remember, did feel feel like everyone was smoky and covered in nicotine. I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he's a you see him all the time. He's like a character actor, but he plays RFK in that movie. Mm-hmm. And actually, I did think it was a pretty good RFK. I would have liked to have seen him nominated for supporting. Dude, we make gonna... a spinoff. Like do a Jefferson's version of this. And <laughs> <laughs> show RFK. Um, and then we've got La La Land oh. for costume. Where, what costume? Why? She wore a yellow dress at one point, and then she wore a green dress in another Ooh. point, and then he wore a skinny tie. Holy crap. Because he likes jazz. Right. Is it okay that I get frustrated when I'm watching one of those musical numbers and they're flipping around their skirts? Like, I get frustrated. Like, the seven. <laughs> Like I, I, get, I actually get angry. <laughs> and I can, if that like if, weird side to side flip that they do? Because they think they're so fucking cute. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not. It sucks. Yeah, I don't know. People don't do that. I don't flip my skirt to look cute. No, you don't. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I haven't seen you do it once. All right, directing. This is always my favorite category for some reason. I'm always interested in like who's the big director. Mm. Uh, Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge. I can't believe this motherfucker. I can't believe yeah. they let That's him back amazing. in. Yeah. They actually, don't care. They have no ethics. They actually are full of shit. Apparently, but it's awesome. It's almost awesome, right? (laughs) Well, like, is is there a crime that you could commit? So I'm talking about Woody Allen. um, uh, No, uh, what's his face there? The Polish guy. The Polish guy. The Polish guy. Yeah. Um, Roman Polanski. Roman Roman Polanski. And Mel Gibson. We'll put them in a category. (laughs) Is is there any kind of crime or social crime you can commit that will get you, um, like, where the Academy will no longer recognize your work? It seems no. no, right? It seems like the Academy continues to be like, no, we just care about the best possible film, which is, of course, bullshit. Yeah. From the director of. Yeah, yeah. We were <laughs> When we were watching, the, did we talk about that in the... I don't know if we did. Um, when I saw the trailer, they were like, from the director of... Oh, yeah, we, we yeah. did. Yeah, 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 we did. <laughs> we said, we okay, said so that. Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, 
La La Land. Manchester, it's by, Manchester, Manchester by the sea. Manchester. You think it'll be Ma- Manchester by the sea, if not Moonlight. I think yeah. those are the two. I don't know if Manchester's got flashy enough directing yeah. to get it. But it, I think that it's got the best directing by far. They they, they can acknowledge the subtlety in the directing yeah. and how how. Yeah. <laughs> if, some, if, some, if somebody gave it to a rival, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't cry. No. Yeah. Um, if you give it to Axel Ridge, I'd be like, "What's the matter with you?" But <laughs> I, I'm I'm guessing it's gonna be La La Land. Oh. Sure seems that way. Documentary feature. Uh, I'm gonna give it to OJ Made in America. Well, that it, it, that actually is probably the most popular one. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm not your Negro was very big as well. Okay. No, it re- it really was. Really? It, it was playing in Salem, and and I considered. Mm. Vying to go see it because I thought it was going to be in this category. I, I, I haven't seen it. Otherwise, there's Fire at Sea, Life Animated, and 13th. Oh, yeah. I couldn't find those movies if I wanted to. <laughs> and that's us, the mm. ones willing to commit crimes. But, but wait. <laughs> and you thought you couldn't find those last ones? You really can't. I was just about to say, but wait, it gets worse. Docu- <laughs> documentary short subject. So, so which one's by the Syrian guy who can't come here? Uh, oh, there, there is, there is, oh, yeah. That's, in yeah, the, that's foreign language film. There, there is a controversy. No, it was a, it was a short, oh, was it? A documentary. Uh. So we got Extremists. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, ah. 4.1 Miles, Joe's Violin, Watani, My Homeland, and The White Helmets. I'm going to give it to Joe's Violin. Yeah, yeah, I'm going like to give it to 4.1 Miles because okay. it sounds like a great distance miles. to run. Is that a good run in length? It sounds like a good run in length to me. Last year or two years ago, we were talking about film editing. Like, how do you recognize good film editing? Yeah. And at least that year, mm. Whiplash was nominated. So yeah. I could be like, well, there's a good example. Yeah, there's Because Whiplash one. is one of those movies that has a lot of coverage. What do you do with all that coverage? How do you weave a story through all of yeah. that? Yeah. And, and so I Filming guess, a big band. That's the flashiest kind of editing you could possibly do. Mm. But, um, but let's see if any of these jump out at us as having good editing. Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, Heller High Water, La La Land, and Moonlight. Actually, I think they all have pretty good editing. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Even Hacksaw Ridge yeah. has pretty decent editing. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, if you got to edit all that gore, damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And all the battles. Heller High Water for sure did. I, yeah. I really liked the editing. I thought it was very tight, very compact. Can we give editing to La La Land and then have it be disqualified? Have it from all nothing categories? else? Uh, <laughs> I don't I, think I, it works like that. I got to notice damn. that Moonlight is in a lot of categories. Yeah. I think it's stunningly large. I think it's going to win. It really wasn't that great. Yeah, it's a little strange that a movie that like, like, kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, did. Austin. Well, remember uh, what was that 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 uh, Beasts movie, Beasts of the Southern Wild? Oh, Beasts of the Southern Wild, which was yeah. another movie that kind of feels. I mean, uh, Moonlight's more competent than that film was. I think so. Uh, but still, I mean, it is kind of out of nowhere. That movie had a lot thing. of flashy, um, like CG and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like like DIY After Effects type stuff. Well, I'm going to say Hell or High Water had the best editing. Yeah, I mean, l- l- let's give Hell or High Water something. Sure, yeah, I, I liked it. Because it had, you know, get some action scenes. It had some, um, you know, the very, uh, you know, slow uh, tension scenes. So, you yeah. know, it's it's got a good mix. Yeah, that's right. There were s- scenes where, like, the, the town was just completely empty mm. and, you know, juxtaposed with, with higher tension scenes. Foreign language film. Now, before I read them off, because we don't recognize any of them, right? Yeah. Land of Mine. A Should man we called- Google which one's the Polish one so I can vote for that? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for this This man called Ove. I think that's going to win. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with a salesman because I think that is the, one of the Syrian guys who can't come or refused to come to America. Uh, Land Syrian- of Mine. I don't know. Well, the, the Syrian guy wanted to come, but he wasn't allowed in because of Donald Trump's order. No, but it's well, been noodled. It's been noodled. It, it was denoodled. Um... Well, 
Anyway, the foreign language. I have a question though. Foreign language film. Oh, we we we. Uh, yeah, I cut I, cu- I cut this because um, from the video because it is foreign language film. So I'm, I'm guessing these are just primarily non English. Yeah, we were like and what's even the- even because I yeah, yeah I cut this from the the review lounge. But we talked we were talking about did would Lion be in this category? But I guess in my mind because it's from like an English point of view almost. Right, right. right. I think that's probably why. And because there is, is so much foreign, is English later on though. To America. Yeah, but English well. But, but but there is so much English oh, language later on. Yeah, they yeah. actually do say foreign language. It's yeah. not foreign film. No, it's not foreign oh, film. So foreign that's language. why we were wrong. Okay. Yeah, that's why we were wrong. Well, that's that, why I cut it. <laughs> so non English speaking. You, you know, because Oscars is very American, uh, Britain centric. So sure, sure. Yeah. that th- everything else is foreign to us. <laughs> All right. Uh, this gets weird. The real meat and potato category. <laughs> makeup and hairstyle. Makeup and Why hairstyle. are there only three nominees? A man called Ove and, then, no and other... two blockbusters. Wait, which, which is really weird because I, I would have sworn that like Jackie would have been in here. Like I did think that Super some of these weird. other ones. It is weird. Like, this is strange. For so hairstyling. It's, it's a man called Ove and Star Trek Beyond and Suicide, <laughs> Suicide Squad. Squad. That is really weird. That I'm going gonna, gonna to give it to Star Trek because I like that movie. Yeah, Suicide Squad. I'm giving it to Suicide Squad. I'm going to give it to a man called Ove. <laughs> Yeah, that thing that thing's in the butt in the bag for Charles. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's like, yeah, how come there's like three? I hey, know. Killer Croc looked pretty good. Like she said, like, why not Jackie? Why not for like a I croc? Mean, makeup and hairstyling. La La Land didn't get anything for that. Can you just sell them back figures? out? Can you just like really max out this category? Just put them all. Yeah, they all had makeup. <laughs> they all had makeup and, and hairstyling. Like nobody's paying attention. Who had one. the best? Makeup yeah, I'm surprised. Like hidden figures didn't have because it was. Period did they, did they only put three for time? Like what, so they don't have to like read them off yeah, during because they're like time. no one wants to hear their speech anyway. <laughs> Let's just put three. That's a good idea. Yeah. And then we got some original score: Jackie, La La Land, Lion. And Moonlight Passengers. Oh, Jackie was horrific. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I had this. It like, was like, loud and intrusive yeah. and like. It was making Nina's autism. I think, like, be, uh, Lala and I think they were trying Lala to be Lala. ominous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember much uh, uh, about oh. Lion's uh, soundtrack. I don't know what Passengers is. Man, this is a really dead category. Yeah. Really, they're going to give it to Lala there aren't Good scores anymore. Good do. No, they're all good kind do. of. Uh, Lousy. Have you seen that? Every film's a every film's a painting about oh, scores. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Check a good. It's all temp tracks modified slightly. Yeah. Uh, although those are for blockbusters mostly, but I'm sure it applies to some art films. Uh, music original song audition. Yeah. Okay. So we got a La La Land one. We've got a Trolls one. Wow. We got another La La Land one. We got oh. Jim the James Foley story. Uh, City of Stars is gonna win. And we got Moana. How far I'll go. Yeah, City of Stars I think is gonna win. Even though I think it's City like of Stars boring. Is <laughs> shitty. Just, shitty. City oh, is that the stars. terrible opening? Da, 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 is that the opening one? No, no. No. A City of Stars is the one that. Dude, I saw this in a um, Is the one that he plays over and over again? Yeah, he goes, he, yeah it's the one he plays and it's like, serious. Because he can't really sing. He he's like, serious. Oh, man. That's probably better than he did. Pretty that's, that's yeah. than uh, I'm going to burn Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I almost he, he didn't recognize it because it was so beautiful by comparison. Uh, production design. This is always an interesting category. Yeah. Uh, Arrival, which yeah. I, you know, I think had a really interesting production. Oh, I think yeah. that's very good. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Didn't see. I'm giving, it, I'm giving it to actually, Hail Caesar. I'm going to give it to Dang. Hail Caesar, actually. Poor Hail Caesar didn't get like anything. That's a cool movie. It didn't even get costume and makeup. Or makeup, no, and, makeup and hairstyling. Oh, Cohen. Yeah, Cohen Brothers. Yeah. Did you get to snub the Cohens? It snubbed them. Uh, and Scorsese in the same year. <laughs> That's pretty strange. How it goes nowadays. Yeah. La La Land and Passengers. La- Why is La La Land in every category? Because it's the favorite child. This is absurd. It's a Hollywood <laughs> darling. Uh, short film animated, and we don't recognize any of them. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Piper, Pearl, Pear, Cider, and Cigarettes. Oh, a lot of peas. Wait, wait. Piper, Piper was the one. Was this the one that John did you linked that had the like little birds in the yeah. waves? I think that's what that is. Oh. Maybe. It's a, the bird wave it film. It was, it was one of them. One of them was that. <laughs> Should I just skip short film live action? Yeah, who cares? Um, yeah. S- sound editing, Arrival, Deepwater Horizon, which was that movie uh, oh, wow. with Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah. Oh. Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, and Sully. Why La La Land? Now, really... Sully. You'd expect Sully to be like a big contender too, right? The big like Tom, oh, the big yeah. Tom I would have Hanks, expected like... Tom Hanks to be nominated for Sully, but mm. I guess not. Uh-huh. I didn't see it, but. Well, these nominations, I mean, I, it's so I know it's, I know it's not news to us, but it's so arbitrary. Yeah. yeah. It's just like whatever is on people's minds, it has everything to do with the marketing. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are the people who say that it's just all marketing dollars, mm-hmm. bizarrely, yeah. and I can't Who's imagine how it? that would work, but I guess so. I, I guess there was, wasn't there somebody recently who uh, got banned or got disqualified because he. He like went too far in advertising. He started calling up voters and saying, "But please vote for me." Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, That's uh, I, I just read a story about that. I know that some people have made the argument that like the founder wasn't nominated for anything because there was no marketing money behind it. Uh, interesting. Sound mixing. Now, sound mixing is how loud or soft you make the film artistically. Oh, I see. Artistically? <laughs> uh, oh. uh, Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Let's give it to Star Wars. <laughs> let's give it to Star Wars. Yeah, for God's sake, let's give it to Star Wars. Because I could hear any of Hacksaw Ridge, let's not give it to that. Burn. Real low. To be fair, I probably would do Arrival myself. I don't know. Um... Yeah, I can see that. Well, because the, the, I guess that alien sound they made or yeah, whatever. Although yeah, that sound design, that's not yeah. sound mixing. I don't know what it's see, any of these see. means. <laughs> Look, <laughs> the economy doesn't know what these categories mean either. The, all right, the next I one want, like, is gonna. The next category is the category for films people have actually seen this year. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Visual effects: Deepwater Horizon, Doctor Strange, The Jungle Book, Kubo and the Two Strings, and Rogue One: A Star Wars Story. Wow, there's some, a lot of really good visual yeah. effects in a lot of those movies. Uh, I, I think Doctor Strange did a fantastic job. Probably deserves it, but Jungle Book might deserve it more. What was yeah. so special about Jungle Book? They did like some pretty serious live, like uh, CG animals. I see. Like the whole movie is CG animals cool. and yeah. CG environments, and with the exception of like just Mowgli is the only like live thing in the whole thing. Yeah. So uh, and Mowgli is nowhere near as good as Gudu. 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 So yeah, Gudu. So be- because I've seen Gudu, I don't think Mowgli deserves anything. <laughs> the Jungle Book Two, Gudu. Gudu. Oh. oh. Um, well, Doctor Strange. I, I think I'd like Doctor Strange to win that. Yeah, because right. that yeah. was that, that was intense. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna go with Kubo because the whole movie is a yeah, special a effect. effect. <laughs> yeah, go with that too. It's weird, but like when like they don't nominate like animated films. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, do they should they not nominate mm-hmm. animated films? Writing adapted screenplay. Now, uh, writing is an interesting one because they bury it for some reason. Yeah, it's um, so far down. Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. Interesting. I'm gonna go with. It's not gonna be fences. Mm. That's a barely adapted. That's a that's shit. That's a shit lineup. I guess I'm gonna arrival. go with arrival. Yeah, definitely arrival. I heard. Yeah, I heard arrival is based on a book, but it's basically original. Like, like they wrote the book to make a movie. Well, no, no, it's it was like based, it was, I think it was like based on either a short story or it's so adapted it's unrecognizable. Oh, interesting. And I think even. I want to say in like either SAG or one of the other awards, it was in the original screenplay category. Uh-huh. Or maybe Moonlight was too, because that's based on a play. Right, based on the guy's life. Yeah. So it turns yeah. out that Moonlight is, is actually based on a true story. I think we thought it was fiction. Wow. Really? It's based on a true story. Yeah, it's based on the director's life. Autobiographical. And 
And then we've got uh, original writing, original screenplay. screenplay, Hell or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster, mm-hmm. Manchester by the Sea, or 20th Century Women. I think this has got to be Manchester. That 20th Century Women movie came out this year. That tra- I, We saw the trailer to that. It's, I barely remember it. It's starring, yeah. what's her face? Women of the 1800s? It's uh, uh, Annette, uh, Annette Benning. Oh, oh, that looked yeah. terrible. And she's just like browbeating her oh, I'm so glad. Male. I'm so glad she wasn't nominated for anything it's based so on gross that. so looking. She's yeah. like, she just plays like smoking, pseudo-depressed, yeah. middle-aged woman. I feel like I've seen that performance a million times. Give it to yeah. Hell or High Water. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Manchester, uh, Manchester deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Or how, I'd be fine with Hell or High Water too. And then, of course, there's the lobster. All right, I have to, uh, I have to go tend to my baby. So I'm going to see you guys later. Okay. And... Uh, have fun on the podcast. I love you guys. Zachary. Here, I'm going to hand it to Zach. Maybe he has something to say. Maybe he's got something to say. Not really. <laughs> Zach didn't see many of the movies. Zach will say pseudo-racist stuff and then get us in trouble. <laughs> um, let's, um, let's take a look at movies that came out earlier in the year that yeah. we've never spoken about on any Red Cow. That we've never talked. Uh, but if we don't talk about them, did they happen? No. I, need, I, I just need Sure. All right. Do, I'll, I'll riff. Let's riff. The movie goes to the theater so and we don't see it. <laughs> did it ever? Occur? Zach, how many movies did you see in the theater this year? Not many. Not many. I would Less say probably. Five. Did you see Star five Wars? Or less, I would probably say. Did you see Star Wars in the theater? No, I didn't wow. see it. No. You guys are weirdos. Everyone saw Star <laughs> Wars in the theater. No, I don't think so, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of movie brings you out, Zach? What did you see in theaters? Uh, well, I'm planning to go see, coming up, mm-hmm. a couple movies this month of March. Oh. Are you really? In 2017. Yeah. Uh, Power Rangers and Logan. Yeah, Logan's like next week. I definitely want to see both of those. Yeah, so, right? And they're both coming out this month. I, the I think there's something else coming out this month that I, I can't Manchester quite remember that I wanted sea. to see. I, in theaters, I saw a couple of Riff Tracks uh, Phantom events. And... Um, you go to the theater like old people go to the theater. I saw Suicide Squad. Yeah, we saw that. That's about okay. it. We've got a list. So the very first movie of 2016 that we saw last year, and yeah. we're going in chronological order, for, sure. uh, in order of release. Sure. Uh, Hail Caesar, which was uh, a Coen Brothers movie starring George Clooney and lots of others. And I did see that, and I, I think we I saw, saw it with We you. saw it together, and yeah. we laughed, and we thought it was interesting. Yeah. And it was like just really creative. It was it was a little weird on the on the on the totally. kind of the communism angle that it had going for it. I can but. see why people might not like it because it is very offbeat and dry. I liked it though. But it's pretty funny. Yeah. Quality um, film from the corner Brothers. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Sure. Ugh. That yeah. was a film. John didn't see it, but he's making noises. Ugh. Ugh. You know, we saw it because you're a big Pride and Prejudice fan. What did yeah. you, what did zombies add to the the absolutely, absolutely nothing. I would have just watched as someone who has seen four or five adaptations of Pride and Prejudice. I would have just watched another straight up Pride and Prejudice. You're kind of down on it all of a sudden. And when we were in the theater, you were kind of loving all the references and the yeah. way they moved around dialogue to make it like you know to, it, suit, to suit their new it, zombie. It was it was interesting. It wasn't quite like they just threw zombies on top of it. They would take dialogue from scenes that they specifically weren't including and tweak it to make it about zombies in an interesting new scene. As so the there was a lot of work behind it. It wasn't just like here are zombies, but as the husband of a of a lady who really likes Pride and Prejudice, I've sat in my house watching her watch the BBC Pride and Prejudice, which is six hours, which is six <laughs> hours long. And for anyone who doesn't you, like, know, I was hoping that maybe zombies would make it more tolerable. <laughs> it's the same shit. It's it, it's it's just like Mister Darcy is too much of a snooty pants, 
And then, like, this movie just happens to have, like, these weird intermissions where zombies show up. And then it gets back to itself. Anyway. Uh, Deadpool, I think we spoke about, possibly, probably. Yeah, I saw that this year, too. But I it was, saw it, yeah. It was, I mean, I thought it was hilarious. I, I, I liked it a lot. That was a I really, didn't see it in theater, but I did end up seeing it. It was only made for 60 mil. And I, budget. It I, felt cheap, though, at 60 mil. But but because it was breaking the fourth wall left and right, it had the opportunity to make jokes at its own expense. Oh, yeah, I, I liked it, but I was kind of surprised how little you get for 60 mil nowadays. Do you remember the joke where he shows up to the mansion and he's like, how come it's just the two of, <laughs> yes. how come it's just the two of you here? It's it a big feels, mansion all the time. It almost feels like these are the only X-Men we could afford. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I don't know, like I, there, there's, I was listening to something recently that was advocating for like the new Batman movie to only cost like 40 mil and wow. just have it be like a detective movie. Like you don't need to fight a giant monster in the third act. That'd be interesting. Like you can Well, just didn't do... the Deadpool director split because he wanted to make a big giant expensive he wants to go Deadpool big with it. next yeah. and they didn't want to? And Ryan wants to keep it kind of where it is, which is this fun, small thing. Yeah. But I think it's a smart move yeah because like every superhero movie is massive like yes. why like we don't need another avengers i mean i like avengers but i don't need another one zootopia we spoke about the Cl- uh, 10 cloverfield lane didn't see it. um it is a so we, we did talk about how john goodman got snubbed do you know like the the story behind this no have you do you What's remember the, the genre uh thriller okay. do you remember the the movie uh, sci-fi like, yeah, suspense, thriller? suspense thriller sci-fi do you remember the movie cloverfield no it was a a uh uh, found footage movie about a, mon- a monster invading and destroying the earth. Oh yeah, yeah. and and so there's but a lot- like truly a found footage. Like there's there's never any you scenes. You didn't see the movie. I saw the trailers. There's like, ah, but, yeah, but there's yeah. never any scenes type. of like exposition where like someone finally figures it out and tells you. Well, so it's all still kind of like horrifying and new. And that movie came out like seven years ago. Clover- yeah. Cloverfield. This this movie decided to make a movie about three people in a bunker during the events of that film. Except it wasn't originally supposed to be related to that film at all. Yeah. They, it was, but then somebody, the J.J. Pro- J. Abrams. The, yeah. The producer yeah. picked it up and was like, this is similar let's, let's to make that. It, this let's could basically be make it an a companion antho- film, an anthology yeah. companion film. So it's a independent film that takes place with just actors in a bunker, essentially <clears throat> until the third act when the aliens show, or, you know, the monsters show up. But yeah, but they, they're all talking about what's going on outside the bunker. And so it's like this cool way to do a sequel. The other thing that made the movie interesting was that nobody knew that it was in production or that it was coming out until the trailer just dropped one day. That's cool. And so, yeah. And, and then the movie itself, it was starring John Goodman. Yep. And it was just really cool. That's fun. Sounds um, like a fun film. <laughs> the Brothers Grims- Grimsby. Oh, yeah. That happened. Brothers, Brothers Grimsby. It's, it's you know Sasha Baron Cohen, the Borat slash Bruno. I mean, those are funny movies. He's a yeah. he's a very funny actor. Yeah. He decided to make like a buddy cop movie where he's like a oh. a deadbeat brother, long lost brother, ends up getting reunited with his like spy, spy. super yeah, spy yeah, brother, yeah. and it is very very stupid. Was it funny? I hate to admit it, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It, there's a whole sequence where they have to hide from the bad guys inside of a cow. <laughs> right? Wasn't it a cow? I don't know. But there's also... There's some animal. They, there's, they, they, they just crawl There's also a scene there. that Frankie particularly enjoyed where there's some miscommunication where the woman is talking about a clogged toilet and he thinks... Or no, she, he, he's talking about a clogged toilet, but she thinks he's talking about sex. And it becomes a very... <laughs> well, because they... they like, to, to manipulate humor. him, they send, like, a beautiful woman to his room. 
but he's not into beautiful women. He's into like the, the chick who played precious in that movie. And so he thinks like, but she's the service person. So he thinks that the maid is actually there to like seduce him. Yeah. At, whereas he thinks that this person there, the super to, hot chick is there to clean his the toilet. Maid, so he just keeps talking about the size of the turd in his toilet, but she keeps thinking that it's the size of his dick. <laughs> And it, it really appealed so, to Frank. So dumb. But <laughs> he was the laughing. fact that they could take something that is that stupid and string it, string it along for fifteen minutes. It went on and of on. misunderstandings. It had me lost in laughs. It's not like despite it all, you really enjoyed it. I, I mean, there was, it was not the greatest film in the world. Um, There's a reason it's not nominated. Batman v Superman, we talked about that at a different time. Oh, I did see that one. Well, that what did one. you think? Oh, yeah, you're like a, like a, I, a rape apologist about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Nothing. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't hate the movie like other people did. So Yeah, yeah well, I hated it. <laughs> I, can, I can never imagine myself watching it. I do own it on Blu-ray, though. That's how cheap I Why? am. Why? Why'd you do that? I, I kind of collect all the Batman movies. You know? and others. I collect the Batman movies. All right. Jungle Book, uh, I thought it was a really cool adaptation of Jungle Book. Especially uh, Deidre's Elba, Elba as, uh, as you know, the tiger there. I thought it was all right. It works on sure me at Kong. times. Sure and, then, and then other times I was like, did we need this? Bill Murray is blue. It's great. See, this is, this is, it's starting this whole trend of live action version of Disney animated classics. And I, for one, I'm against it. I'm fine with that. But, but just, just rate the one movie, though. You, know, you, you no. don't want to need to like, crap on all. Like, you didn't even see it. I don't care. It was directed by Jean Favreau. I don't want it. You know, he directed the first Iron Man movie. I don't want to. All right. Uh, and now he he is doing Lion King, which I'm glad because he did this pretty well. If he, if it must happen. I am so not excited about a live action Lion King. Yeah. Boring. I understand. But at least it's John Favreau. Uh, the Green Room we spoke about, but really cool horror movie starring Patrick Stewart as a as a Nazi. That was great. Um, Captain America's Civil War we sp- spoke about. Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising. Yep. Why'd you go see that? Because sometimes you want to go see a movie on a Saturday. See, you don't remember, but we've been listening to old podcasts, and we talked about how we found Neighbors One amusing. Yeah, and then like we, we and, and then we little. argued a little bit about that we found new Zac Efron hot, but you only find like old Zac Efron hot. That's factual. Which is young Zac Efron. Let's just be clear. He's, <laughs> young, not, he's not Benjamin Buttoning. Young skinny, <laughs> young skinny Zac Efron. And it was kind of funny again in the same way the old one was kind of funny. It did have a lot of like SJWS humor though. Yeah, was... it got a little weird and political in the way that the first one wasn't. Yeah, I was like, this is annoying. But I, I did, uh, well, yeah, because it was about a sorority instead of a fraternity. Sure. Yeah. So the genders were flipped. Oh, oh boy. Flip um, the tube. Flip the tube. <clears throat> uh, X-Men Apocalypse we spoke about. Saw that. Um, what was that about? You know, X Men. That was the one about the man choking the woman and how it's terrible. I see. I I kind of liked it. It's like a. I thought it was like a good episode of an X Men show. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't. It definitely had all kinds of problems. Oh, it had so many. Yeah, it had a lot of problems. But I I thought, like, as far as like a like a cheap X Men movie went, it was fine. No, I didn't see. I just. Why do you keep talking? I'm just wondering. Just like, drop the mic. We just had a mic drop. <laughs> I remember John loved. Uh, well, we, I don't remember. We we heard on an old podcast that he loved Days of Future Past. I did. I liked it. Yeah, you loved it at the time. Well, you just like it. It's <laughs> gone. It's gone. From you were like, memory. oh, I was really impressed by it. It really unfucked the whole series. Yep, they did oh, a lot yeah. of really interesting things with I time. I remember saying that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got to record you. <laughs> um, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. Did you I see this? I ended up seeing it. I, I forgot was, that I thing happened. I wanted How to take it? my nephew, and then I just kind of... You can understand why anyone would want to go see it from our era. It had Bebop and Rocksteady. It had Krang, for Christ's sake. Yeah, Krang. but then I was just kind of like... Uh, it's bad. What's bad? I mean, I, it. the first one was really bad yeah. for all kinds of mostly screenwriting reasons. Yep. And just really bad handling. But this was like, this felt to me like it was written by a 12 year old. Like, and not necessarily like in like, Oh, that's a thing. 12 year olds, like more like a, like a 12 year old, a 12 year old doesn't know how to write yet. Yeah. Um, and Bebop and Rocksteady were really disappointing. And I just, Seamus. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, Seamus is going to be Rocksteady. This is going to be great. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was going to be cool. And then yeah, I was just like, it wasn't eh. cool. Mm. And like, there, there's a bizarre scene where like shredder just gets like introduced to Krang suddenly. And, and, and he's like, yeah, sure, whatever you want, man. And they were at, like, a cocktail party, like, oh, Mr. Shredder, this is here is Mr. Krang. They, like, warp, <laughs> they warp him to Krang's ship, and then she, Krang is like, Shredder, I want to <laughs> do this. And Shredder's like, okay. And, and, and yeah. This is the first time Totally Shredder, on board. This is the first time Shredder even is finding out there's aliens, you know? He's like, okay. He's supposed to be kind of this traditional Japanese ancient so arts kind weird. of man, and he's like, all right, I'll do what the alien says. Like, there was no sake, nothing like that. Sake, you he's, he's embracing change. I guess so. I suppose he was. Be the change. He doesn't want to be a xenophobe. Okay. Independence Day Resurgence. Illegal aliens. About. Ghostbusters we talked about. Batman the Killing Joke, uh, which is an, a directed Blu-ray Batman animated film based on the seminal novel. Um, but it added... The, the the graphic novel was only like you know would have only made a forty minute movie, mm-hmm. so they felt the need to pad it out, and they basically wrote another movie that they put at the front. So it, we're, that, we're, that I thought was strange. Where Batgirl has sex with Batman. Yeah. Now a lot of people were really critical of it, but I think that they could have gotten out of the whole ordeal by just making that Batgirl backstory be a different. 45 minute movie episode that's, all, that's on the same Blu-ray yeah. and then yeah. have Killing Joke be a compact. Yeah, I remember people were really PO'd about they wouldn't have the cared. two of them sleeping together. They wouldn't have cared if they had just put it like separate. It was a weird event. Like if you're going to s- put something straight to Blu-ray, like there's no there's no law that says <coughs> it has to be an hour and a half. Like you could just make yeah. a 40 minute movie. Uh, I think it's a law in Tennessee. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Tennessee. Suicide Squad, I believe we spoke about at length. At um, the Secret Life of Pets. We saw it at a uh, drive-in movie theater. That was weird. It was like missing a middle section. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Oh. I, 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 everything about that. I, I, st- I only saw trailers and everything about it just made me angry. I, I turned to Frankie at one point and was like, did they drop a reel? Like, I didn't know what happened. I honestly thought. I actually, we actually are convinced that they did. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you really think they might have missed the 20-minute reel? Like a mo- yeah, there's some, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe you should watch it again and make sure they didn't fuck it up. No. <laughs> no, no. We saw it at the um. Uh, I forgot the the, the, what the town like the, it's just, the Wellfleet Drive-in. Drive-in. The Wellfleet Drive-in. Huh. It was super fun. We uh we I haven't been to a drive-in movie theater since I was a kid, mm. and we saw that and Pete's Dragon, a double feature, wherein Nina cried we like a, talk like a it. baby the Aww. entire movie because this dragon. See, I want I want to see that movie, but it still uh, kind of annoys me. That they made because I love the original movie so That's damn like the much. The quintessential Zach film, right? There. So what? like it was such a big part of my childhood, the the original Peach Dragon movie, and like I still love it today. What's like the big? What really speaks to you about Pete's Dragon? Like this the story I loved, about a kid and his pet, kind of. I love the music. I love. Is that the one where um, the dragon has the little tuft of pink hair? Huh? Oh, Elliot's pink hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of remember that. That one's kind of sad too. <laughs> 
I mean, the, the, the songs were very yes. memorable to me. I yeah. mean, I could. All right, who's that, John? Uh, he's that guy from Manchester by the Sea. Woo! Uh, that guy, right. the young man, wow. not Casey Affleck, by the way. Yeah, but he did get it. Lucas Hedges. Give John credit where credit's due. So. Yeah. Look, I may get some of these people. Get off his dick. <laughs> um, yeah, so Nina cried throughout Pete's Dragon like like hysterically. I just did like the entire setting was just completely different. It seemed and I, like I'm gonna make a confession. I never saw the original. Whoa! But let me ask you this: in the first two minutes, is there a boy in the backseat of a car who experiences a, a fatal car crash of both his parents? No, the, the <laughs> first two the first two minutes of the original movie, this kid is running away from the Hick Hillbilly. Family I that, that one, bought one. him. Oh, they have a bill of sale. They bought him as a child to do stuff, it's, and he's basically hiding inside a hollowed log from this family who are like, you Is know, that, threatening to like beat his ass when me. they find him. Uh, Would you have recognized him? No. He wouldn't have recognized Casey Affleck because of the the facial hair. Yeah. Oh well. Wow. Uh, Nina was crying because once they took him away from Pete or from Elliot. Oh I'll my say, god. Um, they. How will Elliot ever be informed that it was against his will? How now we've got a confused animal. He's going to think he was abandoned. He's going to think he's abandoned. He'll be very sad. And then, of course, like so there, there's like a Carl Urban character that like is like, we should kill that dragon for fun. How do we make money off this dragon yeah, body? Because you know, that's got to be an Well, that was the thing. I mean, there were the guy, there were like the the stupid, you know, Mr. Medicine Man guy. Right, right. Uh, you know. He's like, oh, we, we can do all this stuff with the dragon parts. You know, make all these potions and stuff and charge people exorbitant amounts of money. I'll give it this. It was a pretty deep, <clears throat> like the, the one that I saw, the live action one. It's a pretty deep kids movie. Like uh, if you brought your kid to it, like they, they better be they in for some that. shit. Like, I don't know, but she's wearing a dress. It's like a tough watch. Like an old, old You woman. know, it's, it, it's about like. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, like the original, I mean, I just, I love the songs. I still love the songs. <laughs> Frankie, who's that on the TV? I have no idea. Okay. We decided she was dressed like an old woman. Yeah. yeah. Like a Victorian woman. Um, Yoga Hosers by Kevin Smith. Terrible. Um, Awful now, film. Everybody knows. I'll, I'll go out of my way to try to defend some Kevin Smith. I can't. This is it. indefensible. This is, this, this, this is him. We saw it as a phantom event, which was kind of fun because it meant that we got to see a cool little Q&A clip and stuff yeah. beforehand. But it's his uh, daughter uh, is the star with Johnny Depp's daughter and Johnny Depp's in the film. And both of the... Young women can actually act quite well. It's, it's but it the, was, the it, writing is terrible. It was made with much the same attitude. Ten pounds was made, <laughs> but it was just complete like which, last minute writing abandoned. Which doesn't work for a large and yeah, it, it also film. just like it has a weird conceit about it. It's just a shitty, shitty movie, and um, unfortunately, probably his worst. Uh, I feel like I know who she is, but I don't know who she is. Uh, she's wearing a white dress, and the slit is quite high. She's got some pretty good legs. She's got some pretty good legs. She's holding her vagina. Yeah, she's grabbing on. <laughs> oh, she's married to John Legend. She's that model. Oh, uh, uh, I can't remember. There's John that Legend. Guy? Oh. John Lennon. Uh, Chrissy Teigen. John Lennon. Chrissy Teigen is the woman's name. He's not that attractive. Oh yeah, he was in La La Land. That's he looks like a little boy perpetually on the, on the carpet. Yeah. That's why he's been called to the carpet. Don't breathe. We talked about that. It was a cool horror movie. Yep. Uh, Blair Witch, the Blair Witch uh, remake. Uh, I enjoyed it. So what made the Blair Witch remake interesting was that, first of all, it was like a soft reboot. So soft it's, reboot. in other words, it, it was a sequel mm. to the first one that basically caught, like the, the plot causes them to have to re-experience uh, the events of the first movie. Yeah. So it, it's about like 15 years later, however long it's been since 1999. Yeah. 
the brother, the much younger brother of the girl from the first movie, is going to go back into the woods. It would to have tr- to be much younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all in like their what late teens, early twenties. Right, right. Uh, you're he, in college. He, yeah, he so talks he, about... He basically been, wasn't alive when, when she went missing, and he, he wants to know what happened to his older he, he, sister. He does talk about being, like, I think five or six. When it yeah. Now. So they, they go um, they, they go back into the woods to see if they believe that she was taken by the Blair Witch. She was she, taken. That, yes. <laughs> she was taken. So Liam Neeson's in it, which she, is uh, great. That she, she is still inside the house, the famous house from the end of the first Blair Witch, and that he'll find her in there. So he and he wants to capture that on film so that he can send the authorities in or something. So they so they go wow. into they go into the woods with this time not a st- not a handy cam, but drones drones and with DSLRs and they did hook- they find Bigfoot? No. <laughs> wait a minute. If, they find the house. If hook- we're gonna talk cinematography, I'm putting this Blair Witch it's movie in the cinematography it's category. Pretty interesting cinematography because it was essentially shot a little bit like a documentary, but. In the way that like film students would do a better job than the kids from the first movie, yeah. so it had there was some commentary there on technology and about like, and, and it did some cool shit with. I don't think they did this in the first movie, although it kind of retro. It's sort of the way Rogue One like kind of retrogrades A New Hope. Tries to this one was it. like the the time like once you're in a certain part of the woods, time stops passing. Um, Oh, really? And so it, it explains why they're like getting lost. And it was, it, I thought it was kind of interesting. And towards the end, there's some really just hair raising, like claustrophobic horror. Types. Well, it's it's probably better than Blair Witch 2 anyway. A Book of Shadows. <laughs> the movie that what, they, what, what, what a piece of Although, like, you got to give that movie credit for, like, not doing the obvious Hollywood thing of just making the first movie again. That movie was like, well, we'll make it a narrative and it'll be different in every way. That Book of Shadows movie. Well, as someone who didn't see Blair Witch initially, because I didn't see it until we were going to go see this other movie. Oh, like, yeah? I only recently saw Blair Witch in the past like couple of years. I, I was like, I kind of like this film. I mean, it, it, it's... You know who I saw Blair Witch with? My mom. I took my mom to see the original Blair Witch movie. How'd it's, mom like it? <laughs> she was like, eh. No. It's a very quaint movie, that first Blair Witch. I mean, it's like... I mean, it is now. At the time, it was... Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know who this oh, woman yeah. is. She's from Hidden Figures. Oh, okay. That dress certainly is hidden in her figure. Oh, she's figure. from Hidden Figures. <laughs> That's Olivia, what's her name? <laughs> Octavius. <laughs> That's her. Oh, okay. The one That's you Olivia said you do. Look, I'm trying my bestest. That there is the the the, uh, the drug, drug dealer. dealer with a heart of gold. And the boyfriend. <laughs> and the boyfriend. The boyfriend with a heart of gold who initially doesn't understand. I'll hear you're following the details <laughs> about movies you haven't seen. <laughs> EJ's convinced he's winning Best Supporting tonight. That's why... He's walking around with a trophy right now. He has very kind eyes. It it's in his back pocket. He does have kind eyes. I see why he was cast in both those roles. His kind eyes would preclude him from selling heroin. Heron. Kind eyes. Uh, Nino, this one's for you. Uh, Bridget Jones's Baby. Excellent. Excellent film. Nina's a big Bridget Jones Excellent fan. film for people who already love it. In the ways that the Sex and the City movies, especially the second one, failed its audience, Bridget Jones's Baby was just if you wanted to go in and just have a love fest for the Bridget Jones movies you used to love it does it surely EJ can understand because he played you, Sulu in Star Trek you know there's that the the Gilmore girls love you know Bridget Jones is sort of that yeah it's all good it's all good uh Ouija 2 uh we saw a Ouija movie <laughs> no way 
it has nothing. Why, Ouija? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it had been that movie, I would have gone and seen it. Ouija. <laughs> Why, Luigi? This had some great visuals of like demons crawling down little girls' throats and stuff. That was kind of I cool. didn't think this movie that bad. It, 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 it was clear that, who, that the guy who made it wanted to just make a horror movie. He's a yep. horror director. And they were like, we'll let you if you... If you're part of the Ouija franchise, <laughs> figure it out. If, if you roll Mattel's products into your movie. <laughs> because the Ouija stuff is all of maybe five minutes Six of minutes of total screen time. It's mostly just about this girl who... Who is moved possessed. into... Yeah, who moved into a house where there used to be like a Nazi doctor. And therefore yeah, there's did evil... Did he get punched? No, he didn't get punched. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did he play Yahtzee? Some, uh, some Nazi Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> another, that's another Bojack joke that none of you get because you don't watch I remember, Bojack. I think that was one of the uh, offensive board games on uh, the old Photoshop Friday was Nazi. George Clooners was nominated <laughs> of Yahtzee. for a Nazi who played Yahtzee in uh, the Oscars <laughs> in Bojack Horseman. You all should watch that show, Frankie. Watch the show. Um, sometimes Nina and I like to just go to the movies on a Saturday and watch whatever crappy horror movie they released that weekend. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it's that's great. Funny. Uh, Doctor Strange, we, I mean, we sort of spoke about it. It's, I thought for such a I high, I thought that con- was Sting. I wasn't sure though. Oh, it is Sting, yeah. Wow. For for such a high concept comic book movie, uh, like like Doctor Strange, yeah. you know, because I don't think they could have like, like if Doctor Strange had been an early Marvel movie, it probably wouldn't have succeeded. Yep. But by this point, they've established they were universe. able to tame the Strange. They tamed some Strange. <laughs> tamed yeah. some it's strange. tamed some. I like that joke. Strange post. <laughs> I was waiting to use it. Who is it? I had it on John. Deck. Ooh, which one? The uh, one on the on right. The right. Uh, Oh, I didn't see him. <laughs> it was Vince Vaughn. He you was, gotta be quicker. He was Vince Vaughn before he, he disappeared. <laughs> Rogue One, if you want to hear what we thought, you know, it's all over uh, a whole review lounge. Uh, the Witch. You've seen this movie, EJ. Uh, I, it, this is like one of my favorite movies of the year, The Witch. It's about like a, a harsh um, New England family who like thinks that maybe their goat is, a de- is the devil. My son was just born, and I was holding him in my arms while watching this movie. Not the not the right choice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there, there, there dude. is some baby violence in the movie. Who's this person? Uh, left or right? I, I don't care who the, the presenter is, but this is she's clearly someone. <laughs> yeah, they keep showing her. She's standing there like she's, she's someone. She's like the specter of death for this whole thing. She is very thin. Somebody come up with a lower third, please. Oh, here we go. Oh, nice. oh it's Isabel Oh, Hopper. she's nominated oh, she's for nominated Best Actress. for a movie we didn't see. <laughs> That's why we 16 have. times for a Caesar award. She looks like a cross between Julianne Moore and uh, Susan Sarandon. Yeah, she's uh, and a little and, bit of corpse. And Callista Flockhart. Is that the real one? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, the eyes. They start to get those red lips and those gray teeth. <laughs> you know, they're like, ugh. She needs a treatment. Um, <laughs> a rejuvenation therapy. Yeah. The Witch is, is, ser- is seriously one of probably my... It is really good, and it has a fantastic... What's his name? Black Joseph? No. Black, Black Philip. Black Philip. Black, Black Philip is Phillip. the best character in film history. Yeah, it was it was a, a horror movie that actually unnerved me. And yeah. it's... Uh, it takes it's, place during 1622 in, in, like, you know, north of Salem somewhere. Yeah, it has Elizabethan English. Yeah, it's all it. Old English. and um, Yeah, for an Old English colonial film, which I, I kind of thought would just be done like I, I wouldn't be into another one of those it was really good I highly recommend it it was really good it was yeah. probably my second favorite to Manchester yeah I think in, it's a beautiful movie and it's haunting and it's dude uh, surely that movie did some makeup and hairstyling yeah they, sure. it could have it could have gone Ooh, Black Phillip he got his horns shined and everything yeah. that 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 the Costumes, daughter in that um, production design 
Oh, I can't remember her name. Should She was in Split. Yeah, she should have been nominated for Best Actress. She was very good. Mm. The fact she had to talk all English like that and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She did it better than Emma Stone. Oh, yeah, I like the, the dad. He had a nice, sexy voice. <laughs> there was yeah. no skirt flipping. Not who, in those times. The guy who was in, the guy who played the dad was, um, he played Chris somebody in the original UK office. He's like he's like the like the asshole friend that's like inappropriate in the office. Uh, and now he's playing like this old English dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Um let's see, what else? Uh Why Him with Brian Cranston and Sure. James Franco. Perpetually stoned James Franco. Um it was pretty funny, ultimately. Yes. So it's another one of these movies like that has all this improv and all the stupidity in it. You it's know? especially <laughs> funny if you know people from California and hate people from California. It, it, and actually, we were with Nina's brother who acts kind of like James Franco yes. a couple of times. <laughs> and so um, that was that made it a little bit funnier. It was great. I mean, they could have cast worse actors in that movie and it would have been a lot less funny. But Brian Cranston, how can you go wrong with Brian Cranston? Um, live by night. Directed. I said it was snubbed at the beginning of this podcast. Oh, you were kidding, right? Yeah. It was directed by Ben Affleck. Now, I was just making up shit. This, ben Affleck directed three good movies. He did um, Gone Baby Gone, The Town, and Argo. And he was starting to I get a real reputation films. for being able to direct a great movie. And, and everybody wanted him to direct Batman as a result. So this movie is about the rum trade in the 1920s. <laughs> and it's it starts in 1920s Boston. Which is really cool to see 1920s Boston. Yeah, because you normally see Chicago, so New York. just post-molasses disaster. Yeah. <laughs> it smells delicious down it there. It smells pretty good. <laughs> and um, there's actually a car chase in the first act with those old 1920s. Like Model uh, Ts? Model Ts that can't go over 40. The, the molasses disaster must have like ruined the rum trade in Boston. <laughs> and then they like... Like if they if they even they can barely turn and stuff, so it actually made for kind of a hair raising like car scene, even though they can't go that fast. Okay. But they felt super unsafe. Like then, they felt like going forty miles an hour in one of those cars is way less safe than going eighty yes, miles an hour in one of right. our cars. There's just no control over them. Then um then the movie takes a strange turn and moves our main character to Cuba to Miami or to Miami where he deals with Cubans all the time. And from that point on, the movie just peters out and it stops proceeds being, to bore the fuck out. It stops being interesting. And even though it continued to have pretty incredible production design and cinematography and a bloated, drunk Ben Affleck, he looks he doesn't look right. He looks wrong after he looks I, ill. He I should go back this, to rehab. I think this movie might have had something to do with him dropping out of uh, the Batman because he he's like he didn't. You know, it obviously got panned. And um, although there's there is a I mean, I think Elle Fanning in it. Elle Fanning plays like a she's fantastic. A born again in it. And she's, she's yeah. amazing in it. And um, she should she should have nominated, I think. Um, anyway, I, it's not a good movie, but um, but there's it's at least interesting. Um, Patriot's Day. This is about the marathon bombings that happens like right next door to us where like cops banged on EJ's door and we're <laughs> like, are you harboring a terrorist? So you're in the movie, EJ. <laughs> um <laughs> But I am. <laughs> but they, uh, I thought we saw this, you know, it's the Mark Wahlberg movie. It's by the guy who did Deep Water Horizon. And I actually thought it was a really excellent treatment of that. Movie. Yeah, I saw him on my street. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. exactly. It, it, it was, uh, I don't know, I thought it was like accurate. I, I really liked it because, you know, we, we had talked, it could have been a lifetime movie, it could have been a made for TV movie, it could have been. 
way over the yes. top. <laughs> so was he better than uh, in the hap? Oh, wait, was Mark Wahlberg? He was yes. Yeah, is the happening? Is it? He plays than? like three different cops in real life. Like he, they, 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 they consolidated him down to one character, which makes the movie just a little tiny bit goofy. <laughs> but it does because he keeps showing up at every important. He's there at the bombing. He's there like in Watertown. He's there. <laughs> one of the best things it does is it. Uh, who's that? The the male, John. Uh, Timberlake? Holy shit. He, he's, you got it. He's doing it tonight. He's doing it. He's been doing it. Face, face doing blindness it. overcome. Who, who, is, who is Timberlake with? Because she's also a famous actress. A woman. <laughs> <laughs> a woman. Um, I can't see her well enough to... Yeah, I, you know what? I don't know her name. Oh, God. Is that Jessica Biel? Yes, it is Jessica Biel. Come on, where's your lower thirds? It's it's the chick from uh, Seventh Heaven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jessica yeah. Biel. Yeah, yeah, I was right. Zach knows. It. Was Zach's right. pretty good on the actors and actors. Um, I haven't seen her in forever though. She looks old now. Yeah, <laughs> she's aged terribly. <laughs> Who's that on the? You right? could never cast uh, her again in Hollywood. <laughs> they already had they had a lower third. Damn it! I'll have to look away. Um, one of the coolest things that you know it wasn't novel or anything, but Patriot Day did a great job of marrying the. Uh, security cam footage from all over the story with like, so they would intercut between the security camera footage and the narrative footage. Mm-hmm. And it made you feel a lot closer to the emergency. It, it, it made the security cam footage that we've all seen before a lot scarier. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. to think about what was happening right before it. And especially right the MIT kid who got his car stolen. Cause there, that's a big scene where, Oh, and also they have the, the Zarnavs are like very much characters in the movie. Like they cast two dudes to, and they were like, they, they played them really well. They played them really well. I, they, they felt to me just like the, the the guys I saw on the news they they, they weren't like super um, criminal evil but they they weren't you weren't comfortable you didn't feel like they were normal people this and- partic- that particular event lent itself well to a movie because the whole thing as we all remember so well it went out it went down <laughs> in five days yeah. it was from Monday to Friday and and it was opened and closed and um and so it yeah yeah fun fact I was yeah I was a block away from the uh, the finish line of the marathon when the bo- the bombs went off, and yeah, the shootout happened a block away from my house. So <laughs> I was at Emerson. I, I was basically Mark Wahlberg. Is what of, I'm saying. Do you feel kind of responsible for the whole thing? <laughs> no, but I felt like I was um, unrealistically. I felt like they were chasing me. Definitely. <laughs> well, that's how I felt when I was like, well, like in for, on Friday when they were chasing after them, and I was like, well, at least I'm not in Boston. At least I'm in Westport. And, and then, then there's like black helicopters landing at UMass Dartmouth. Yeah, then they touched down at UMass Dartmouth, which is right down the street because the dude went there. And I was mm. like, oh, you're kidding me. I can't get away from these assholes. Well, I remember. And then we had our, uh, the like RIC channel uh, with uh, Emerson yeah, yeah, yeah. IT. And I was like, hey, there's a, there's a SWAT teams outside my house. We were listening to the police scanners. <laughs> and I was, um, I was posting photos of like the, like, Tanks and the dogs outside my house. <laughs> and then everyone was posting photos of like the Zarnaya brother on the UMass soccer team. <laughs> and the UMass crew was trying to tear them down off the website. Um, that's it for uh, all the movies. Well, that's everything? Yeah. Like I said, we've been talking about movies for a while. For the whole year. For the whole year. And, and wow. Who's that lady? This woman's hair is incredible. Oh, boy. Her dress is not, though. No. It's not whoopee. It's not whoopee, no, so we don't know. No, she's younger than whoopee. Uh, she's talking to Michael Trahan. Strahan. Strahan, who... That is actually Halle Berry. Who, like, totally, like... Oh, she's important. ...ditched live with <laughs> Kelly. I would, too. 
<laughs> I oh, yeah, that's Halle Berry. Too. That's wow. Halle Berry? She has aged fantastically well. She has some very good plastic surgery. People. Oh, yeah, Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman. Oh, oh our, our two Australians. I they know paired Hall- up. I know Halle Berry. Oh, there's your there's your, your Viola Davis. Hi, Viola. Did you I, recognize her before? I know, I know I that Halle Berry is John like, didn't recognize Viola oh, Davis really? before. He promised it. he would. He, he did not. I thought for sure I would, but she's too <laughs> fashionable. <laughs> she's too fashionable. Um... <laughs> I know that Halle Berry's been in a lot of like important movies, but like when I was a kid, the movie I thought she was so hot in for some reason was James Bond. No, oh. the Flintstones movie. Oh, because <laughs> she, she was the secretary trying to seduce yes. Fred Flintstone. And I thought it was so. Sexy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are you gonna start talking about like the rabbit oh, yeah. from Bambi? Uh, oh, the skunk. The skunk from the skunk, Bambi. The, the, the female skunk from Bambi is oddly hot. I promise I've never once masturbated to that skunk. Is what I'll say to the police. Promises. <laughs> Promises. I believe you provisionally. These might be like documentary short people. Short. She's got a purse that's ever. But they're wearing color. long pants. But they're wearing long pants. Look, it's Carly Stacy No one knows who that is. Stacy Keith. She doesn't even get a thing below her name. That's like somebody who has like. A very strange dress. And that one, too. She doesn't get a thing below her name, either. Yeah, it just kind of, like, stands up straight in front of her. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like she's her, walking around with like a It's like a sensor bar. It is. It is. Oh, because oh, he did the music for the... Yeah. Well, there's nothing left to say other than to ask John if he recognizes people, which... Um, she old. looks like a princess of an okay country. We've already identified An okay her. country. I've forgotten. Who was she? Yeah, who, she who was she? In? There's like three movies. <laughs> John, hidden, hidden, hidden figures. She's the hidden figures. Show. She's the one who wanted to be an engineer. Oh, uh, she had the trouble with the bathroom. She, no, she, no, no, she wanted, she, she wanted to go to the high school to take night classes. She had trouble with the bathroom. Oh, she's okay. in both hidden figures and moonlight. Oh shit! She was in Moonlight. Apparently, oh, yes. She's a. She was. The she's the new mother, the the better mother. She's Man, good Moonlight mom. And Hidden Figures shares a lot of cast because that's two people now. Um, is the Oscars? Cha- they have an Oscars challenge up on the screen. Is it to name the people who are on the blue cop? The blue cop. You've not won, so blue you don't cop. have to. Worry There's no about purchase it. necessary. Okay. Challenge.oscar.com. Many will play. Few will win. Okay. Let's let's go see what this challenge is. Oh look, it's the carpet. Oh, so we have an the red carpet is actually of... very short. Yeah, it's not that long. And they have it very covered. I wonder if it's air conditioned for my pleasure. Oh, All right, I don't think there's anything left to say. I think we get we pack it up and um, make some mac. No and matter then who's here at the end, and it will just be me. I'll be here. Oh yeah, you'll be here. Yeah, I'll be All here. Right, done. I have work to do when I get home tonight, but I'll be here. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, <laughs> we'll, like my we'll, go home and come we'll back. let you know what our thoughts were. I, this is. I'm just going to say it now. Every year we join and we look forward to it. It's going to be fun. Normally, it's about two hours in that we start. We to start go. getting real down on the whole process. We start to be like, oh no. <laughs> oh, it's just going on forever. Oh, my God. This is the 80th, we've made a terrible 80th, mistake. The 80th Toyota commercial and the 50th time they've redone Somewhere Over the Rainbow. <laughs> and, you know, like we start to just get lost. Da, in da, 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 da. I'm just looking forward to see who wins the uh, the, the obituary section. Oh, yeah. Well, let's, oh, we, we can make a prediction. Bill Paxton? No, he won't be. Bill Paxton just died. He didn't make the cut. He just just today. They'll sneak him in. Who's gonna be the blast one? They'll do like a really like bad Photoshop slide. As we all know, 2016 was like a very rich year for dead dead celebrities. (laughs) 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 Am dead. (laughs) Am not alive. (laughs) Am chased in twisters in heaven. I was speaking to him today. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was speaking to him today, and he, I, I was like, uh, you're, you, you did a great job with that, Steve. Am great artist. And I figured by that point, because he had watched After Hours, they understood that we're, I was making fun of him. And he goes, ah, you're okay. And then he goes, I am what I am. What are you, Popeye? Lol. And I was like, dude, I'm making fun of you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> oh, God. All right. See you at the end. Good night, Oscars. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. We, we need a reaction moment, I think. Nina? Oh, yeah. Would you like a microphone? <laughs> It's coming Nina, out. Nina's asleep. It's it's totes. It's totes. La la land. Two, two men stand. <laughs> We're listening to the nominees currently. <sighs> it's it, been a night of totes, disappointment. To, to, totes. La la land. Casey Affleck won. That it. was kind of cool. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Suicide Squad won makeup and hair. That was kind of cool. Because now we can just gloat that Suicide Squad is an Academy Award winning film. <laughs> and other than that, I don't know that I cared about any of the results. Um, EJ was right about the guy from Moonlight. Um, man, La La Land is winning too many awards. Yeah, oh, far too many. So we don't know I haven't yet. even seen the movie, but it won far too many awards because I know it's crap. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of clips of twirling dresses. Wait, isn't Hell or High Water in this? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. It won't, I, I, won't come even close to winning. Pull it out, boys. That's what this whole nine nomination thing is about, is just like throwing some movies in there. Just Pull, pull it out, there. boys. <laughs> I want to see that movie really bad. You should watch it. It's you'll, You'd like it. There was like a... Did you see that map of like areas of the country that liked which movie? Yeah. And like... The, Hell or High Water was the only one that had any kind of cross section of the country. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that, that, that maybe that's good. Right. Maybe it's a good thing. But I don't think it means it wins awards. No. The coasts. That's all. That's all that matters there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, much like the uh, popular vote. Right. Coasts. Right. Exactly. <laughs> With a couple sputterings here or there. Coasty. Coasty. <laughs> the townies on the coasty. We're doing one, one more pass here. It's 12.06, dude. And it's been a night of boredom and pain. We've put away all the snacks so that we don't have to worry about them after we go to bed. We're being reintroduced to movies that we've been talking about for a few weeks. I, I still think Hidden Figures is going to win it. Really? Well, I don't know. At this point, La La Land you know sure, sure seems like it's going to win. I don't care... What wins so long as it isn't La La Land? And it's very likely to be La La Land. Uh, it, if it is, this this mic is getting dropped. You won't hear from me past that. Well, a mic drop is meant to be uh, yeah. a sign well, of victory. It's not. It's a sign of defeat here. Mm-hmm. I'll tie a little white flag on it. And the director of La La Land won. Dude, I remember I liked Whiplash. And I was like, whoever that director is, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more from him. And he comes out with La La Land. <laughs> That's not, if that's a, I take it personal. You should write him a stern note on like Twitter. 
Dear Damien Chazelle. And like, yeah, no. of course, every musical thing ever. Just it, oh, it rages me to my core. Oh yeah, it represents. It's just so up its own ass. It, yeah, it represents conceit and. It, oh, it is, and you want to talk about white privilege? Yeah, right. La La Land. Let's see if they can help themselves, but but give it to that. Let's see. Here we go. Here it is. La La Land. Oh God! Turning this mic off right oh, now. God. Come on, Dick Tracy. <laughs> no, dude. Don't do it. Come on, Dick. Get Steve Harvey out here. <laughs> la la la. Oh, fuck off. Right, see you. Bye. Guys, I'm sorry. No. There's a, this, there's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is this is ridiculous. They were la 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 was going on and on. Thank you, everybody. Wow. <laughs> did you think when I shouted out at you? Did you think I, I thought kidding? you were just joking? No. Dude, I made a Steve Harvey comment. Yeah. <laughs> and then they did. Too. I couldn't hear you. I could only hear this nonsense. This is ridiculous. Like if it said Emma Stone La La Land, which is what he claimed it said. Yeah. Why not just say, um, is this the correct card? Can we please double check this? Right. Because Come on, Faye, go home. You're drunk. Like that should have like don't give it to her to read. Like you should have been like, I think this is the wrong card. Just be honest up front and not have this kind of a snafu. I mean Well, at least they corrected it like moments later. <laughs> yeah, after everyone went up there and was already giving thanks and then yeah. it was like <laughs> At least he didn't do it. We got to see some extra speeches. <laughs> they should have just played Matt Damon off again. That'd be hilarious. I'm sorry we couldn't get to Matt Damon. All right. Well, uh, Moonlight won Best Picture. Moonlight, yeah. Um, which is a pretty big surprise. Uh it's just very this the whole situation is very strange to me. Yeah. I really didn't want La La Land to win. I was annoyed by that. And like I'm kind of glad it didn't. But I guess it kind of just with this whole situation now I'm just kind of left very unsatisfied it feels in the like, fact yeah. that well, I still feel like La La Land won. <laughs> it, it I guess it does prove that they don't tell them backstage who wins. Like they really do have to successfully read the envelope. Yeah. I would just tell them to make sure that never happened. Be like, it's Moonlight. That's what you're going to read off of the card. If the card does not say Moonlight, you have the wrong card. <laughs> yeah, like, sure. Or, I mean, that, like he said, because he was like, oh, it said Emma Stone in La La Land. Yeah. Then, like, at that point. Why are they playing, like, the Kill Bill music? Also, how about that Justin Timberlake opening? That was the biggest piece of crap I've ever seen in my life. All right. Well, good job, yeah. Moonlight. I mean, you, you know, you're a pretty good movie. Um, you definitely deserve it over La La Land. Yeah. <laughs> La La Land won way too many awards. I haven't seen either, but I'm going to say it. it deserves it over yeah, La La it Land. Does. Just because it does. La La Land offends me on a personal level. <laughs> yeah, Manchester got screenplay. It got actor. Yeah, it's all good. All right. Uh, thanks for hanging in there with us on this most 
anticlimactic Oscar podcast. Yeah. Peace out, cow pies. <laughs> well, I don't know what happened. I blame myself for this. Let's remember, it's just an award show. I mean... Uh...